Hey there, welcome to the Real Talk for Women in Business podcast, a podcast all about helping women entrepreneurs take off in their business. We share real truths, real insights, and really practical tips when it comes to juggling all things life and business. My name is Leah Debnam, and I'm a coffee-loving copywriter and website designer. My business is Mind Your Words, and that's where I help the owners of growing service-based businesses connect with clients through my all-inclusive copywriting and website packages. And of course, right here with me is my soulful friend and colleague, Nicole Stark. Hi, everyone. My name is Nick, and I'm an intuitive business and leadership coach who helps women in business foster the clarity they need to transform their passion into a thriving business. I help women connect to their greatest potential and I help them live their life with meaning and purpose in order to have a pretty positive impact on those around them in the world. Essentially, when a client needs to go from A to Z, I coach them with B through Y. And when I'm not helping the wonderful women in this world, you'll find me with a big ass cup of tea, tracky dacks on and hair up in a bun enjoying farm life. For our first ever podcast, Leah and I thought it would be a good idea to introduce ourselves and what we do and why we wanted to start a podcast. For me, this podcast is really about saying it how it is. I think there's so many podcasts out there that talk about all the the positive aspects of being in business and they focus on marketing and sales and all that kind of stuff. And like, we want to cover that stuff as well, but we want to break it down and we want to share with you some of the, the hard truths about being in business and the juggle, particularly if you're a mum in business or if you're just launching your business. So that's what real talk means for me. What about you, Nick? Yeah, I'm exactly the same. It's running a business is only one component of running a business and it's only one component of our lives. And to be honest, when we're when we look at ourselves as entrepreneurs, it encompasses everything. So we wanted to, well, I wanted to talk about the, the challenges I have. I wanted to talk about the wins, uh, how things have transpired in my business and, and potentially, you know, some of my clients as well, but I wanted it to be down to earth. I've seen so many, and at least I've listened to, I've seen, I've read so many different coaches and podcasts and people that talk about all this wonderful thing. You can do this and you can do that, but fuck me. It's just it's not like that. You know, there's so many other elements that need to be considered when you're thinking about starting your own business, but also when you're running your business. So for me, it was really, like we said, it's it's that realness, it's bringing it down to earth and hopefully others will resonate with it. Yeah. I think there's this picture that's been painted about, you know, oh, you should start a side hustle and then you should take your hustle full time. And it's, you know, it's not as easy as doing that. And for me, I'm still working three days a week and running my business too. And there's a lot of me out there with other women doing the same kind of thing. And it's bloody hard. And there are some massive highs and I've learned so much since being in business, but there's also been some lows and real talk is about setting those expectations so that, you know, if you are thinking about starting a business or you're scaling a business that you've got other women out there that are going through or have been through the same kind of thing. And yeah, so that's kind of where we're at with real talk. And we're going to cover a lot of different topics from juggling your business and juggling family life to brand voice, dealing with difficult clients, overcoming imposter syndrome, finding the right lead magnet, how to get raving testimonials. We're going to look at strategy. We're going to look at self-love. We're going to look at how to run a business, how to be work in your business as well as on your business. Every day I'm learning something new and I 
think you know what we're going to do we the things that we learn on those everyday basis is bring that into this conversation and and talk about how we've approached things and what it looks like today all right so because this is our first podcast we thought that what we do today is not only just sort of talk about what real talk means to us but give you a bit of an overview as to who we are where we've come from and you know why you should be listening to our podcast basically (laughs) So I'm going to kick off and yeah, so my name is Leah Debnam. I'm a mum and I have three children and I have a partner and I'm based in Ipswich in Queensland at the moment, although we are building our dream home on the Sunshine Coast Mm. as we speak. I have been in the federal public service now for 14 years Uh, and for me, you know, I reached a point in that corporate career where it was, you know, continue to climb that corporate ladder, which was 100% what I was doing to realizing that it no longer filled my happiness bucket and I wanted to do more. So I've worked in granting programs primarily for that entire time. So helping small businesses get off the ground with small business grants. And I got a little bit sick and tired of being the one kind of approving those applications and handing out that money, but not actually making a difference with those businesses. So I really wanted to do more and I just started, I guess, thinking about what my skills were and what could I bring to another business. So a quick, a quick question for you. Uh, you're juggling life and a three-day-a-week job plus your new business. How are you doing that? How are you managing <laughs> the mental well-being? How are you managing? Tell me a little bit about that side of things. Yeah. If we're really being honest, it varies from week to week. Right. This year I started to do two days a week in the business and uh, my little man who's almost three is in daycare five days a week. So that was a big mummy guilt thing that I needed to get over. But what was happening was I was working late nights every night and I was cranky ass mama. So one of the things I put in place was to work two days in the business and yes, My little boy is at daycare. I mean, he thrives at daycare, but still being away from him from that day was a big um, change for me, but it meant that I wasn't having to work nights as much. So that was one element. So I've cut down on the working nights, but as I said, it changes from week to week. So one week I can do three nights and be super cranky mom, but then the next two or three weeks I'm okay, well, you know, I might work one night this week, which is on my business. I tend to try and work on my business at night times and do my client work during the day. And yeah, just putting in places, things like that. I'm not there yet, particularly around the health and wellness stuff, which I'm working on. Mm, yeah. And you've taken that bold move to work two jobs at once. It's not like a side hustle because it's two distinct things. Yeah. I did the cold, just chopped it off. So I've resigned and then started my job so I all my yeah, new business you were pretty high up in that corporate like you had a massive amount of responsibility yeah I did look I was in an executive position and uh, but I was not loving it I wasn't enjoying the fact that I wasn't helping people I didn't see my family I was drinking excessively and eating badly and traveling every week interstate and it was horrible I just it wasn't me and I just I was running on empty and I hated myself. I, the kids and Justin, like they, you could see they were just, you know, stay away from her. I was just a, I was a bitch. I was horrible, absolutely horrible. So when I had a hysterectomy and I had a couple of months off, 
Justin and I just sat there and said, there's no way I'm going back. It just, it's not for the best for me. It's not the best for the family. And I've been looking to start my own business anyway for probably about six months before that. So it was a great opportunity just to go cold turkey and start fresh. Yeah. And so how did you decide what that business is going to look like? Like for me, I went, I guess, on a bit of a self-exploration to try and work out what my skills were. And at the time I felt like a rundown public servant that (laughs) had nothing to give. Like I have a law degree. I have a degree in sociology. I am like a fully qualified lawyer, but that isn't what I wanted to do. I didn't want to go and start a, a legal firm or go down that avenue. But I really had to think about what were people coming to me and asking me for all the time. And that was writing. In my day job, if there was a letter to be written, if there was an assessment to be completed, it was my assessments that we used as the templates for other people. So, you know, I went, okay, what can I do with writing? And I had no idea what copywriting was at the time. So I went, on a hunt and I accidentally stumbled across, I think I Googled, you know, careers for writers and stumbled across the Hot Copy podcast by Kate Toon and Belinda Weaver, who, you know, Belinda's one of my copywriting mentors, an amazing mentor, and went, oh my goodness, that's what I can do. Like that was my epiphany. That was shit. I found something that I think I'm going to be good at. So what was that like for you? Like, what did you think in that moment where you're like, okay, I, I need to change careers, but what am I going to do? Yeah, I similar sort of thing. It was, what do people come to me for? So that was definitely one aspect of it. And that was coaching. So it was giving guidance, helping people develop their capabilities. Uh, so really in that coaching, mentoring more, mentoring more than anything. And it was when I it was when I actually was moving up the corporate ladder because that's what I always thought I had to do. So as a kid and growing up, it was all about big business, being the big businesswoman. I think that's kind of ingrained in us. Like unless I think you've come from a family of business owners who and entrepreneurs, it's all about getting that job and climbing in that career for as high as you can, working for the man, you know, how much money can I make? Can I go to the next level? It's not what skills do I have that I can use for me in my business helping others? Yeah, and that's what I've been doing with, you know, people throughout the years is looking at their strengths, not looking at what job they were doing, but what strengths are they actually good at? So when I did get to a certain level in my career and I realised I wasn't doing that anymore. So the further up I got, the less I was doing of it. And I missed it so much. Like I I knew that I was born to coach. Like I knew that intrinsically that was who I am and what I love doing. And I was sitting in a coffee shop with a girlfriend and she was telling me how she was launching her business. And I'm like, this this sounds exactly what I want to do. It's where I want to be. And it took me another six months after that conversation to, to have the balls to actually go and do it because leaving a 23-year career that, you know, and I was on a shitload of money. I was on fantastic money. And Mm. having that job security and that money was a big thing to give up. But at the end of the day, having your husband tell you, you know, you need to do what's right for you and and not for everyone else, that was a big wake-up call. And I thought, I need to do it. That's a big moment. You and I both know that I'm still working on that. It's it's a whole mentality switch going from having paid income coming in every week to knowing that you're 100% reliable for your marketing efforts to bring in the projects that you need in order to pay your bills. And I'm still working on that mentality. And I think part of that for me is I've got little kids. My job is very secure and it pays very well for what I do. 
So giving that up to take my business full time is a goal of mine. Like that's where I'm tracking, but I'm not quite there yet. So Nick, what I want to know now is what do you love about your business and what shits you about being in business? So what what I love is I get to be home with my family. So I'm an online coach. Uh, So I'm not just an online coach, but that's how I manage my business from home. And I've never done that before. So as the kids were growing up, I didn't see a lot of them. Now that they're older in their teenage and adult years, I get to spend more time with them. I see my husband. So I love being at home. I love getting up and having a cup of tea and being in the sunshine for that first part, not rushing around, not having to be everything to everyone else. It's just me. So I I love that side. And the fucking clients I have, I love. I absolutely (laughs) love talking to them, helping them and just being there to support their growth and their transformation so that yeah it's why I'm here what shoots me oh you mentioned it it's I'm doing it on my own so apart from having a few close people that I might have conversations with being lonely is horrible not being able to have day-to-day conversations where I can bounce ideas off people I don't mind being the jack of all trades I actually really like learning about those things and learning about marketing and Um, sales and social media I love the learning component of that but that does shit me that I have to do every little bit I wish I could just and I will eventually I'll hand it over to a VA or something like that but yeah that shits me having to do everything but there's not much I don't love about this job Mm. there's not much I don't enjoy I yeah I know that this is exactly where I'm meant to be right now how about you yeah well I love that most of the time running my business and doing my client work doesn't feel like work. Yes. yes. And and it's really funny because when Mm. I first started and, you know, if you've, you know, started a business, you'll experience this. And even if you've been in business for ages and you still experience this imposter syndrome, and we're going to do an episode on imposter syndrome. But when I first started, it was all about, oh my God, I felt like I was playing shop. Like, do you remember when you're a kid and you used to play shop and your parents would buy something off you and you'd play money and all that kind of stuff? Well, I still feel that. Like some days I still feel like I'm just kind of playing shop, but People are paying me thousands of dollars now to do their copywriting and their website stuff. So don't get me wrong. I take it so serious. And, you know, part of working with me, I'm very client focused and always go over and above for my clients, Mm. but it doesn't feel like work to me. And those late nights that we're talking about, I might some nights work through to midnight, but I love it. I could keep going. Do you know, like if I'm designing a website, I love that aspect and I can just keep going and pushing through because I love it so much. I love what I do and what I deliver and seeing the difference I make for business owners when they get a new website, particularly if they've had a really shitty one in the past and then they get one that the words and the design all match and the website is functional yeah. and it, it aligns with who they are as a business. And I work with a lot of um, coaches and, and HR consultants who have gone from having a really corporate website to having something that really reflects them like that's what I love helping them see that what shits me yes I'm gonna say it's the loneliness (laughs) yeah and having to when you first start you really do have to invest in training and wrapping your head around all the elements of business and for me I hate fucking social media like oh me too oh my god does my head in (laughs) I know it feels like it sucks the life out of me 2016 um, was when I started the business. Long story short, I had some time away, but relaunched. 
And, you know, everybody's like, you need to post every day, twice a day. You need to follow this formula with, you know, what you're posting to get maximum engagement, rah, rah, freaking rah. I hate it. I will. That'll probably be the first thing I outsource. But, you know, I know how important it is on the same hand because these days that's how you market your business. So we talked about being lonely in business. And the one thing I can say there is, you know, you need to build that support network around you. and. You, Nick, have become one of my greatest supports in my business. And we oh. rely a lot on each other just to, you know, talk things through, even though we're in completely different industries. And the another piece of advice is don't always assume that somebody in your industry is your competitor because they can be, you can be competitors, but be champions of one another as well. And so, you know, I'm part of copywriting communities where, that's the whole thing it's about collaboration not competition and they can be your biggest supports particularly when you're starting out in business all right so what's one thing that surprised you nick about being a business owner and what do you wish that you had known before you started i'll start with that one first uh i wish i had realized the loneliness side of it and just the impact that it would have on me and that i need to connect with people on a daily basis that was probably a massive one for me what surprised me as a business owner there's 2.1 million new businesses or business uh, startups in Australia that surprised me and when you're working in a corporate you've got your big four or your financial institutions there's always this competitive thing and I love the fact that these new startups it's all about collaboration and you said it exactly collaboration over competition that's probably one thing that's really surprised me is how people will get in and help you uh, if you just ask them how about you yeah. what surprised me as a business owner was the amount of hats that you would have to wear oh yes good one you're not just delivering for your clients you need to be the finance department the marketing department You need to deliver on the work. You need to be the business owner that builds the business and does all the shit in the background, the strategy, the planning. There is so much that you have to do. And until you reach the point where you're able to outsource that and bring other people in, you are that one person. And it is overwhelming to say the least. So I spent God knows how many hours, bloody um, learning about social media you know I've gone to that many webinars and I still sign up for webinars oh my goodness I had a big FOMO for probably the first just over 12 months where I downloaded every single ebook I came across don't think I've read them all but I just had to download because everyone else was doing better than me or what I thought but actually they're not doing what I'm doing I've got to get over my own bullshit and just get on with it if there's one thing I can recommend is do yourself a favor and start an email address specifically for ebook. You do not want that shit in your inbox. <laughs> Seriously, I think I have three email addresses. It's it just yeah, the amount of webinars and things that you sign up to and lead magnets that you download, you need a separate email. And what I'd wish I'd known before I started my business is kind of along the same lines that it requires so much more than just delivering outcomes and mm. I wish I'd known the big impact that it would have on my life I, I would have done it sooner oh, if yeah. I'd known do you know That's like cool. if I'd known how happy I'd be doing my business and even though it comes with a lot of freaking 
frustration and a lot of overwhelm. I'm so proud of what I've achieved and I'm so proud to be able to say I'm a business owner. I am running a business. People are paying me to deliver a service and it doesn't matter if you're delivering a service or you're selling a product. You're a business owner. If you're down at the local markets selling earrings, that's your business. You put your heart and soul into your business. So it doesn't matter if you're making $500 a week or you're turning over a million, you're a business owner and you need to own that and be proud of that. So yeah. Embrace it. I agree. Whether you're just about to launch or if you're trying to scale your business or you are scaling your business and taking it to the next level, you are freaking amazing and you're doing an amazing job and just, yeah, own that. Yep. Agreed. Well, thank you very much for this morning. I appreciate your time and my time and our time and can't wait to get this podcast on the road. We've got so many podcasts that will be coming out that will cover various aspects that we've talked about today. And just quickly before we go, we would love to know how you knew what business was right for you. So please email us at realtalk.wib at gmail.com or leave a comment on our podcast. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, don't forget to leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you were listening from. It will help other people just like you find us. To be notified when our next episode is released, be sure to hit subscribe. And finally, if you've got a burning question or topic you'd love us to cover, please email us at realtalk.wib at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, keep smiling and take care.